Hey there, welcome to the IFM podcast. Welcome to episode number seven. Just in case you're wondering why number seven, no, no, it's not because I like the lucky number. It's just because in last year I stopped producing this podcast on episode number six. So this episode marks a new beginning for me to again to use this platform to provide feedback on your learning. Mainly, I will discuss your ticket submission. So this. In this episode, I will discuss the ticket submission for week two, in which you will discuss uh, the material for week one. So in week one, we are uh, discussing the international setting um, of MNCs and how these international settings would require a certain tasks or responsibilities that finance managers need to uh, perform. And just before we go to the discussion, some of you may think, uh, what's the point of doing this exercise? Why do I need to make this ticket submission? So let's just go through the questions that um, you need to answer for this ticket submission. So there are three questions uh, mainly for you to discuss the material um, in week one. So you need to identify the three things that you learn um, and the two things you want to know more about. And lastly, the one questions that one question that you have. So the idea behind this exercise is for me to see whether you can reflect and identify the things that you learn or the things that you want to know more about and the one question that you have. And I'm hoping by doing this um, response through podcast, then I can address uh, some of those questions. I mean, I'm sure I can't address all, uh, but it is my sincere wish that if Probably you can send an email or two uh, to your tutors or to me, uh, you know, to address these questions. Some of them are actually quite specific, but I'll try to address some in this podcast. And yeah, let's start then. So the three things that um, you guys learn from week one material, I mean, judging from your response is quite overwhelming. And it seems to me that you did a decent coverage of the international um, uh, settings of business. Um, and your responses show that you, you have the appreciation of the international expansion needs as well as what it takes uh, to do that international expansion. And I, I have to um, thank the Netflix case as well that we discussed during tutorials because Netflix is quite close to us during this um, lockdown as well as pandemic. And it's, it, it's, it's so easy um, to, you know, to use uh, the relevant example and to hopefully I, we can make the materials more relevant to you guys. A couple of things in terms of the two things you want to know more about is just the um, confusions about the uh, theories. Uh, some of you say that, oh, why should we bother with some old theories and how, how would these old theories be relevant in, in today's environment? So one thing about theories is they may be old, but uh, they, they are actually describing humans' behavior that tend to remain the same um, uh, throughout different, um, different times. I mean, one thing that, uh, one, one, one theory that still sticks into my mind is the uh, marginal utility in, in in microeconomics, and this theory is is everlasting because 
uh, people or every economic agent would prefer to have more than less. In other words, marginal utility will always be positive. And this theory has been there for a while. Um, and, and this is still relevant to, to describe uh, human behavior. So I think in short, uh, some theories may be old, but obviously there are some behavior um, that the theory can explain and can provide a bit of framework of thinking. So theory is not everything. I mean, obviously, um, there are th uh, th there's no one theory that fits all. And this is the, the reason why we need to combine theories. And if we observe a an expansion pattern, for example, that, that do not fit in any of the theories, then you may be able to propose a theory. Or maybe you are you are into something here in terms of academic findings. So I wouldn't dismiss the whole theory because they are old. Um, I mean, they have their own merits. And I'm sure by understanding theories, then you can have a grounded framework of thinking. And that would help you to analyze issues, try to position issues, as well as to get better ideas on how to tackle some issues that you may need to uh, find solution uh, to. All right. Um, so with that, so there's no one theory fits all. And the same goes with the strategy. Um, I mean, uh, some of you were actually um, wondering what would Netflix uh, do in this uh, more recent era. Um, so uh, whether they will still pursue this um, exponential expansion. Well, I'm not sure. Um, and this is actually what is interesting. So once you have this, um, you know, um, interest that, that is sparked by the discussion, one thing you can do is you can uh, take a look at the information that Netflix disseminate in the financial market. Or probably you can go to some of the news provider, Financial Times, for example, or um, other media outlet that actually tracks down uh, news coverage on Netflix, and that way you can see um, what are the what are the strategies that companies looking to implement. And my feeling is that the environment is changing, and I think one of the latest statement that the CEO made was they probably won't be staying in the streaming business and you know for infinity, so they are looking at uh, doing something else. And it is quite interesting as well um, in terms of the future strategies. Um, so I'm not sure if you're aware that it seems that Netflix is going down into clamping, uh, you know, some of the account sharing. I'm not sure why. Um, I think Netflix itself it's still wishy-washy about it. Uh, they just show uh, to their, you know, customers that they have the ability to do so, but they haven't done anything uh, real about that. I mean, my thinking was, uh, you know, you can actually, I mean, Netflix actually can use this account sharing as the, um, as, uh, uh, to, to ease the trial. I mean, they, they do offer one month a free trial. So I guess, you know, it's to its own. I mean, the second criticism about this uh, clamping down for account sharing is that some family actually share in different locations. So I think one of the ways that Netflix used to ban this account sharing is by, on the, by, by the location of the access for the accounts or probably IP address or something to that effect. Uh, some families actually genuinely uh, at different locations. So I'm not sure if, if this will be an issue for these existing customers. So all in all, there's no strong move on that. So a couple of strategies that um, that that uh, that you know I can find in my own um, browsing. I guess the common theme here is for you to be independent. 
for you to use your observation on Netflix and take a look at the framework from theory and you make your own judgment on whether the strategy that Netflix is planning is actually a good one or not. So now you are you're at the at the higher uh, learning activities where you try to uh, put together some jigsaw puzzle and try to um, to um, evaluate whether the the strategies that Netflix is doing is actually good or perhaps you may want to propose and this is what the uh, job of um, you know um, the job of consulting firms is all about so i also um, have a request uh, to provide more examples which i find quite overwhelming because um, yeah, it's not easy to find cases that is very closely to our um, discussions. Um, so if possible, you probably want to read more. Um, you can read The Economist, Financial Times, um, or some other reading materials, uh, you know, pertaining to or that are related to international expansion, and you can see. And this is actually a very, a very interesting time because... Um, I'm not sure if you actually went through the deglobalization discussion uh, from this week's material, from, from week three materials, uh, sorry, from week three tutorials. I know it's a bit confusing now, but uh, just bear with me. Um, with the deglobalization and countries becoming more selective in, uh, you know, in inviting foreign investors to invest, uh, some countries were actually quite worried uh, given the pandemic effect that some companies will be discounted um, and then they're afraid that the foreign um, investors will take away these discounted firms and expropriate, you know, whatever the good thing that the, the company is doing. So there's, there, there's that concern as well. So international expansion actually facing a fair bit of challenge now. Um, if you want more examples, then yeah, then my suggestion is uh, you go out there, try to read, try to complete the jigsaw puzzle. If you need help, I'm sure that all the teaching team will be happy to help. And there will be some uh, possible scenarios for Netflix futures, uh, which I will leave you uh, to, to read um, and, and probably to make a guess. I'm happy to engage in that conversation if you would like. Um, as you know, this is not a surprise, but my consultation time is still uh, very quiet, which I'm not sure if you guys are okay. But if not, then please let me know. Uh, globalization is actually um, not without any adverse impact. Um, so there are adverse impact of globalization. Uh, there are criticism for multinational companies. Um, I'm, I'm happy. I mean, those are the keywords that you may want to start Googling with. Um, so MNCs are not innocent. Uh, but then again, the reason why we use MNC in our unit is because um, they are the best examples um, of business across countries that we can use as a class illustration. Okay, so uh, the last question here that I get is the uh, how firms deal with the deglobalization. Uh, there's uh, heaps of variations that firms are actually dealing with. Uh, so I don't have the definite answers, but... Uh, definitely firms cannot be focusing on uh, getting things at the cheap price. So they need to consider ways to make the business sustainable. They need to take into account the possibility of another black swan event. And they need to make sure that then, I mean, their supply chain is not concentrated in a particular country. So I hope that this first episode is useful. And uh, please let me know if you like this type of feedback. Um, yeah, so I hope that you enjoy the material in week one and all the best with your learning activities. Take care and bye-bye.